Welcome to Nana Tings. Hey everyone, it's Antonio from Nana Tings.、Uh, this is a new series I'm gonna have on the side called Tings Tea Time. I have a lot of internal dialogues with myself and epiphanies, and I feel like maybe it's time to share that for some self healing and therapy as well as maybe the listeners can.、Um, Be helped by it as well, or or collab with me, and maybe have a podcast about certain topics that I am talking about.、Um, so, welcome to Ting's Tea Time. Please grab some water, or coffee, or champagne, or a vodka shot, or whatever you want, wine, <laughs> and get ready for the ride, and get ready for some feels to be sad. Stay tuned for more. It's October first.、Um, one of my favorite months, actually. Well, I I would say not only because it's my birthday coming up in twenty days, twenty <laughs> days of Nana bitches.、Um, also, it's just like a time where like fall starts to kick in. It's still good weather. There's festivities such like pumpkin picking, the last few weeks of apple picking,、um, and also Halloween, which I really, really, really love dressing up. So I want to ask you guys, listeners.、Um, What are some intentions you have for this month? What are what are some goals you have for the rest of the year? Because also October for me is a one of those months where it's like we're not rushing the ending of the year, but it's almost there. You know, it's one of those reminders where it's like, oh shit, after Halloween, damn, it's Thanksgiving, Christmas, or Hanukkah, or any holiday that you celebrate,、um, and then New Year's, yeah. Um, obviously, this year has been insane. So, hopefully,、uh, the ending of this year will start a new、uh, page for a, a better time in this world. For me, October is something where I really sit down and I. I for me, it's it's a full year again around Saturn, right? A full brain, and I sort of sit down and I ask myself, what do I want to. Do next year for or or like how did how did I spend my last year? So I've been I've been trying to reflect、uh, I, with my job that I have right now. I've been transitioning to full time, and、um, I have an amazing partner right now that I'm dating, and I've been really focusing my time on on him, my other art projects and work. So I haven't had really any time to like really sit down and be like, oh shit, this is what you're doing. But actually, doing this podcast right now is is the reason why I'm doing it. Is whenever I talk to all you to listen、um, about you know topics that I, I make up or just real shit that we want to dive into, I start realizing things once I start talking it out, right? So for me, I look back at my past year and I, it, it was a crazy year, but I, I really am developing into、um, a mature man that I that I'm becoming. I should say not that I am yet, because I still feel like I'm evolving. Um, this year has been、uh, great in some cases. Obviously, not health. I've had some、uh, in my other podcasts. I've talked about some weird allergy things happen. I had COVID for three weeks.、Um, there's some crazy family things that happened earlier this year. But、uh, outside of that, some good things is I I still can't believe I'm an author.、Uh, I. I, I sat with that yesterday, and I was like, I should read read my book because I was like, I it just has not hit me, and I'm working on my second book right now, which I'm going to share some poems、um, later on in this podcast of two new poems that I just wrote yesterday.、Um, yeah, I 
I don't know, I did that. Uh, I, I made a career transition with one of my jobs. Uh, I think I'm taking more of this business approach, even more depth. I, I think my dancing has gotten better with trainings and, and just choreographing. I feel like I'm becoming also a human that is more empathetic. I'm learning that it's okay to have the heart that I have and that I don't have to be so sheltered or so closed off because I'm afraid of getting hurt. It's okay to love. It's okay to be hurt. Um, I worked a lot of my mental health, uh, you know, focusing on anxiety and attention. And I, and I think I'm learning also how to be an empath, but also not letting other people's energy hone in on me, which is hard because when you feel a lot, it's hard to also like not let it affect you. Um, I don't know. So I'm doing some progress here and I just really like to say to myself, and I hope you guys have these moments, whether it's in the mirror or, or speaking out loud or journaling, that I am proud of who I am. And this is your year of return of Saturn. I turn 29, and people that are into numerology and astrology, uh, this kind of age is where things start to change for you. Um, you may see career growth. You may see uh, you're moving somewhere. You may see a change of a job. You may see that you are dating someone. Um, there's a lot of openings. Uh, you, you may see that you're aware of who you are more, you know? And for me, actually, I think all five or six I just said, I think, have been happening. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So I, I want to take these next few weeks before I turn 29 and uh, journal every day, uh, really sit down with my art and reread and go back to where my head was when I wrote that. Because when I was writing these poems, I was in dark thoughts or... Um, or I thought I was in positive thoughts, but my subconscious was writing and I was in this really weird headspace of uh, self-sabotage and anxiety and darkness and numbing of going out and playing with party favors and, and just sort of losing who I am. And I'm, and, and I'm learning now too that I don't need to do that, nor do I like the numb feeling of any kind of a, of a drug or alcohol in order to... Um, you know, decrease my emotions of, or a feeling of pain. And, um, yeah, I really hope that this does inspire people because the reason why I really talk about this is I feel like I am such an open book and I know I'm wounded and, and I share my stories with a lot of people because I really do hope that one day, um, if someone listens, maybe whether I'm, I'm not even saving a life, but if I am saving a life, that'd be beautiful. But also just, if someone's just going through a rough day and hearing this, you know, Letting them know that you're not alone and we've all been through this. Yeah. <laughs> but besides these self-realization moments in tea time, um, I also am really excited. I just love Halloween. I mean, I know with the pandemic, it's going to be hard to celebrate, but I think I'm just going to get dressed up as like Ghostface, which is my favorite slasher movie. And... And really just like hang out with like close friends that I know are negative for COVID. Um, a lot of my friends have been weekly tested with our job, which is really nice. And just do that, I guess, just celebrate in that sense. Um, but yeah, and it's Libra season. So to all my Libras out there, uh, I, I love the season for us. It's obviously our season. We're thriving. Um, it, it's a weird 30 days, right? Because we go through these like feisty moments and we go through these like really emotional moments and then go these moments where we're just like chilling like low-key um yeah own it uh this has honestly been a really weird year from really negative shit to positive shit to like middle shit (laughs) i want to thank everyone i know this podcast is going to be a little random but that's the point of like these kind of episodes that i make where sometimes i just want to talk and 
and have people DM me responses or hear what they are or hear what sign you are. Like, if you want to tell me what your astrology sign is and how your season was, please do. Uh, or you want to talk about mental health, please do. But yeah, so I... And then another topic that I actually really want to get into really quick is um, how to compromise, but also um, stand your ground, not in a bad way, but just stand your ground slash statement in a relationship. So there's obviously a lot of growing for people and things. And one thing I'm working on with dating is that I know I can be high maintenance and I know I could be really stubborn. But I'm sort of learning that, so it's so funny because I talk about empathy, right? And I have a lot of empathy for friends and for myself and even for strangers. But when it comes to dating, I sometimes forget that empathy because it's like love really does fuck you up. (laughs) Love is such a concept of like mindfuckery. It's like. Oh my God, I want to love you and be there for you and be empathetic. But at the same time, like you have to understand my being and compromise what I want. And, you know, to work with as one and like, you know what I mean? Oh, you don't like the th- way I said this, but then like that wasn't my attention. But then you said this and like that wasn't your attention, but I took it as this, you know? So um, advice that I would like to give that I sort of want to take myself <laughs> is that know your partner's intention and... Have an open conversation always. And yes, it may seem like there's a lot of conversations at first. Like maybe you're having four talks a week. But listen, if they're not fighting or toxic and they're actually constructive, that's a good thing. Because this will add longevity to your relationship. And this will just help you not get stressed out and reduce argument. Like no one wants that in their relationship, you know? Um, I would say that. And then just also like positive intent. I know it sounds so cliche, but like... With knowing their intention, but also know their, like, positive intent that they're, like, if you feel the trust and loyalty from your partner, like, they're not out to get you. And it's it's those kind of, like, remembering those kind of things, you know? Um, and also, like, compromising. Like, as hype maintenance or a diva you can be, like, it's, it, you're, it's your partner. They're not supposed to be kissing your ass 24-7 either, you know? You have to do some work to make sure you're on the same level. But, yeah, um... I think that's it I have for tea time right now. I may, like, edit this and add some more stuff, so stay tuned. Hey, so I am working on my second book right now, and I want to share two poems that I just wrote out of nowhere. And, yeah, I guess I'm going to add them. If not, I just really want to share them with this podcast, and I hope you guys like it. Here we go. This one's called Realize. We go out. I get the car. You got the dinner. We are vibing. Those first few months of liking each other, exploring your body, licking your lips, your touch has me on a trip. Holding hands on a date, my inner saboteur is out to play. Romantic sparks shut him up. Experiences like this finally had me out of my head. No overthinking, just feeling. Setting the stage for me to finally feel free. Society tells us we should take it slow, but something about this feels like an 80s romantic movie. We stick middle fingers up to the critics, run around New York City in our denim, playing our favorite soundtrack to life, because this love is picture perfect. This one is called Always Love Yourself. I I was listening to music the other day, and I just decided to um, just, I don't know, maybe make another self-love. I feel like in this world, we always forget to love ourselves, which really sucks to think about. But yeah, here we go. 
It may be challenging. Remember, you are worth it. Don't be afraid to feel. If love comes around, be open to it. You deserve it. It may hurt and sting. In this modern world, it's hard to date, but love is more than just what we see in the movies. There's so many different kinds of love. From family to friends, the true love that remains of our one is yourself. Feel, love, let be, but remember, it's cool to be kind and give love. Projection of past trauma or fear can lead to further unhappiness. Read the room, but also read yourself. So originally I was going to release this episode, I guess October 1st or the 2nd, because I'm looking back at a lot of things that I'm venting during teens time. And as I sit here at 9.17 p.m. on October, I think 8th, yeah, 8th, um, I have more things to go on my last week realizations. Um, I want to get into the topic. So I left off with compromising in a relationship. I've been working a lot on being also mindful. I, I use this amazing app, uh, 10% Happier. And um, it's honestly been great. And one of sort of like the classes you can do or courses, I should say, is you can is relationships and a lot of the meditations is you're you're meditating 10 to 12 minutes in the last minute or two is is an exercise and they're asking you um to picture your partner or a friend or cousin or something in a scene with you whether it's like you know laughing in the bedroom or like going outside together going for a walk or whatever it is with the person you chose partner or whatever and how would things change if you had an argument but you were mindful of actually seeing their side. And, you know, it, it sounds so cliche or so easy being like, yeah, you should always see someone's side. But people forget we have egos. So no matter how mindful you are as a human or, you know, emotionally aware you are. And I think it goes hand in hand with compromise. Um, I had a really good discussion with my current partner. And obviously for privacy reasons, I'm not going to go too much into his life. But... I would say that when he opened up to me, it, it was so beautiful because in that moment, two days ago, I was so mindful of what he had to say. And also, I was, I, I understand now. And a part of that meditation, it talks about like, um, how being mindful also, uh, be mindful of how you can understand the person. And I, I really think it's a beautiful thing. And that's why I want to share it with the listeners um, and that's it. Honestly, it's really beautiful if you just try to be a good human and, and be aware and, and use your purpose for something. I talked about in the uh, when I filmed this last week too about what do I want to be or do in the next year. You know, I'm learning that my creativity, my art, it's not for the fame and money. Like, yeah, is that fun? I have a jet that's not. It's cute, but um, I I want to have a platform for mental health. You know, I want to have a platform for people that may have struggled how I struggled. I I want. I want people to be the best that they can be, you know, and with that fame and, and star power and, and, you know, the success you could get in the entertainment world, you can use that for good, just how Lady Gaga is doing, you know, with her book, uh, Spreading Kindness, there, there's a lot that you actually can do in your place of power. Um, I recommend everyone donating. So I also want to get into numerology. So I'm a big believer of like numbers and astrology. And 1020 for me always comes up, not because it's only my birthday, but it's also the death anniversary of my grandpa. And I have a tattoo on my arm and I'm named Antonio after my grandpa because I was the first born after my mom. And it just reminded her, you know, of her dad that she lost when she was 12. And 
1020 actually means um, to overcome obstacles. So it's crazy because my whole life I've never had it easy. And um, I think it's really cool to have this number pop up consistently. Like I literally had a pop up yesterday when I was checking the time. And then like, I forgot where I was. It was like three days ago. I had an order Uber somewhere and I literally ordered it on 1020. And it's just like random moments like that keep happening. And I, I think it's a reminder myself to be like, keep going. Nothing's going to be easy and keep doing you, you know, keep hustling, keep trying to thrive and just be a good fucking person. Um, yeah, I got tattoos on my arm actually, uh, of a moon and stars and, and wings on fire for, for my book, Falling Angel Rising Phoenix, because I think we forget sometimes that we are human, that we self-sabotage and doubt. And honestly, we are our own biggest enemy, um, and critic. So it's just a self-reminder to myself, but going back into numbers, um, Recently, though, I've been seeing um, 6666, and I find that really interesting because, you know, in religion, excuse me while I sip my hot chocolate, <laughs> in religion, you know, the three sixes are seen as, you know, Satan and stuff, but six is actually a number that really helps you refine your ambition and your purpose and four sixes is an angel sign of pretty much like it, it, it's a connection with loved ones so how can you talk to your partner how can you have a better relationship with your partner um it's a reminder of your purpose it, it's also something where you uh if you're steering off track of your life it's a sign out there to get back on it and i love when i read that and studied it um because you know i talk a lot about my book about self-sabotage and, and there's moments in my life that i've done things where I've over party, you know, like, you know, some people have a good cutoff, you know, five drinks or a little bit of party favors and then they're good to go to bed. Here I am. I have an addicting personality where I'll just dive in and then I'm dead for five days later because I also forget that I have an autoimmune disease. So sometimes when I party, I'm like, oh my God, I can do this. Let's, let's fuck it up. And then bam, like I'm dead. <laughs> Um, and it's not okay. And I, I am my own biggest enemy, Papa 911, Lady Gaga. <laughs> uh, but it's true. And, um, it was really cool to see that number. I actually saw it. Um, uh, I ordered something from Amazon a few days ago and my total came out to 6666. And I was like, oh wow. And then yesterday with one of my jobs, I was doing calculation and I just did like a bunch of numbers and it came out to 666. And I was like, okay, there's something happening here. Um, so that was really cool. And then I'm going to have a few podcasts coming up where I actually interview friends that I know that go through, uh, mental, mental health issues daily. And it is mental health day on October 10th. And I think it shouldn't just be a day, right? I think mental health really needs to be a discussion, especially in America. I, I can't believe that insurance is hardly covered. I can't believe that psychiatrists and psychologists charge out of network even if they are technically in network it like literally it like i don't want to use the wrong word for this but it like it abuses your insurance like why are you paying a 20 percent co-insurance of like 250 you know what i mean just to see someone because they want to build out of network because it makes them more money or because your insurance plans don't cover it like it's absolute bullshit i believe there always should be awareness about this so I really can't wait to get into that and for you guys to um, listen to that. And and yeah, I, that's pretty much it. I, I really had to add to this podcast. I 
had a lot of revelations this week, and that's usually when I do like um, tea things, tea time, uh, because it, it's just those moments that I think a lot of people think, right? And I think it's good to like share and be like, hey, like you and your partner, have you ever like thought about this or have you ever done this? And uh, my new motto is just like, it's honestly simple be a fucking good person. Like, steer away from the drama try to be emotionally aware of who you are and and don't project like one thing i learned about talking to my partner a few days ago is like i was projecting my baggage from my last relationship three years ago at this point and yes it was abusive and yes it was bad but my new boyfriend shouldn't have to suffer from that and it shouldn't be um I shouldn't attack him because I have an insecurity that we're going to end well, be, uh, not end well because of what happened in the past. Um, speaking about that, just remind me the one more topic I wanted to talk about is alcohol or uh, personas that come out. Now, I know I'm not the only one that when I get wasted, an alter ego comes out. <laughs> I am a big believer that on alcohol, sometimes your subconscious thoughts come into consciousness. And I've been learning that I wouldn't say I have alcoholic issues. I could go weeks without drinking. I've done detoxes. Like my life does not depend on being wasted. But I will say though, when I drink, sometimes I go too hard if it's the wrong things. Now, if I'm a wine drunk or if I'm on champagne and like ciders and maybe a two tequila shots, my persona doesn't come out. Like I'm chilling, I'm tipsy, I'm fine. I just want to make out with my man and go to sleep. There's something about a full night of vodka or a mixture of vodka and tequila where there's that inner child of me that comes out. I start um, I, pretty much insecurities and, and, and the doubt thoughts I have start coming out, whether it's like, oh my God, are you going to cheat on me in the future? Um, you know, like that I said this, instead of like, you know, being aware, which is hard, like I have to give myself some credit. Like when you're drunk, you're not always sitting there in a corner being like, I need to be hyper aware of very much consciousness and let's talk about it tomorrow. You know, it's more so like, uh, I'm going to fuck it up and yell. <laughs> um, so pretty much what I'm trying to do lately is I don't like the person that I am when I'm that wasted, right? Um, now listen, I could still drink and not be so crazy. Like with my partner, with friends, I've had moments just on rosé and champagne, like I mentioned before, where um, there is a problem. It's more so I need to make sure I set up a safe space for myself and create a personal boundary when it comes to drinking, where I know if I drink these certain things, that evil Tony Nana, whatever you want to fucking call it, Tony side, is gone, you know? Um, and that's pretty much it. I, I think I'm learning a lot about boundaries, too. Like, you're allowed to give a boundary to your mom. You're allowed to give a boundary to your boyfriend, to your friend, to yourself, and lately, I've been doing it for the past two months, um, talking to my therapist. I put a boundary with my mom. We have a beautiful relationship. But there's some things that, like, I just didn't like. And you know how parents can be, like, they could be very, in their head, especially from their generation, like, very just, like, stubborn. And I set up a boundary. And it worked because I had to go a few weeks without, like, full communication because, like, I felt wronged. Um, and with my boyfriend now, we have boundaries after two days ago talking because I don't want fights with him because he's amazing, you know? Um, and then you have to have it with friends. I have some friends that, you know, I was just talking about my persona. They have crazy personas too that may come out and then it leads into toxic fights. So 
you have to set that and hopefully subconsciously you remember that boundary, right? Um, so I guess I'm manifesting it saying on this podcast and to my therapist and to the world that I am setting a boundary where I'm going to be in a safe realm and space when drinking and I don't want baggage or fucking insecurities or post-trauma affect relationships in, in the present for it. But yeah, I'm going to leave it off with that. <laughs> uh, anyone that listens, I really do hope that these podcasts help you because I'm not just doing it just to hear my own voice. Um, I rent in order to create a platform for people to feel safe or people want wanting to collab with me in the future. And yeah, I, I hope you all have a great weekend and love you guys. Let me not just say guys because I feel like girls or non-binary get... Um, not including this. I love you all people. <laughs> and um yeah, just be a fucking good person. Don't forget to check out my new book, Falling Angel, Rise in Phoenix, available at Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, Target, and Kindle. Talk to you later on Nana Tings.